Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Thursday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome Zumo viewers, welcome Stir viewers, welcome Pluto TV viewers on Channel 517. Welcome iHeartRadio listeners, welcome podcast listeners. This is your Sports Central for Betters. I'm Ted Sobranski, Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at Cal Sports LV uh, on Twitter. And we have a loaded show today. We're going to talk NBA. College hoops, NFL, college football, bowl games. We're going to have John Patrick Murray from Superbook USA joining us. But first, we're going to start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. And this one was an ouch last night for the books, uh, Ralph. Lakers opened six and a half. They're up 26 to nine after one quarter. Okay. But that's not the way the game went down. Orlando made things interesting at the end. Two Anthony Davis free throws with just over 20 seconds remaining means the Lakers win by nine, opened six and a half, closed eight and a half. Books could not have enjoyed that one. Again, I'm going to reference my bays back in Cleveland, Teddy, watching LeBron. And when you have LeBron focused like he is with triple doubles, like he got last night, I think 25, 11, and 10, and he starts taking over a game. That game was tied at 71-all. He was responsible for the next 10 points, either scoring or assists. When he's in that type of frame, it's either play on him or or leave the game alone. Sure, and the Lakers have been major moneymakers. A team that came into the season with a lot of hype has lived up to all of that hype. And their nine-point win in Orlando last night, not a good result for the house. That being said, that was somewhat mitigated by the next game we're going to talk about. The Bucks opened minus 14. Giannis out. Oh, my gosh. The line drops. No one's betting Milwaukee. It closed nine and a half. What happened? No Giannis. No problem. Bucks win by 20 over a Pelicans team that is heading south in a hurry. Ten straight losses for the Pelicans. And you've talked about, you know, this Bucks team, how – with the surrounding, with the surrounding cast around the Greek freak, you might have only moved the line three or four points because he has such a strong bench. Well, I'll tell you what, Bledsoe gave him 29, Middleton gave him 24. Those guys focused because their star was out, and that's the type of great team you need that's going to take you places in the playoffs. And this happens all the time in the NBA. First game without the superstar, everybody on that roster steps up. Don't be, you know, we see the lines move significantly in these games, Ralph, time after time after time, and time after time after time. If you're betting just before tip-off on some of this late injury news, you can make money. There's money to be made fading the line moves and expecting the team to play well for at least one game without their marquee player. There were some dogs barking on the money line in the NBA last night. Ralph, no question about it, the Hornets. A rally back knockoff Brooklyn in Brooklyn. The Grizzlies with a straight-up win against a Phoenix team that's playing mediocre basketball. And the Knicks on the second of back-to-backs were still good enough to beat Golden State. The Warriors not playing good basketball at home this year. Well, let's see. We talk, what are the Knicks going to do? They play great. Then we say, okay, we'll probably play on them. And they go in the dumpster. Then we say, well, 
they're back to their old selves and they they do exactly what you don't expect for three straight games. Teddy, I did want to look up just to give our viewers an idea as a 10 point underdog in the NBA going back to 2015. There have been 967 games. 110 have been outright winners. So 11.4% of the time does a 10-point dog or higher win that game straight up. That's more than I actually thought in my head, 11.4%. Sure, but it's less than you're going to get uh, with your standard money line on, say, a 10 or 11-point underdog. You're not getting uh, in the 8 or 9 to 1 range with those type of dogs. You might get it on the bigger dogs, but I would bet if you took the 15-point and higher favorites, your winning percentage would be much, much lower. be an interesting query for you to check out. So these were two teams that were bet against versus bet against. We talked about it a little bit. Utah playing terrible basketball. Minnesota equally ice cold. The betters had an opinion. There was a change of favorites in that ball game. Minnesota went off the favorite after Utah opened minus one, one and a half. And guess what? Betters trying to pick between two slumping teams got it wrong. The T-Wolves lose again. Utah with a important bounce-back victory after they lost six of their last eight. That went the way I thought yesterday. You know, you and I, I think, disagreed. But, you know, I just think Minnesota's playing so poorly. You look at how bad they've covered that I, I was just in the in the mode to fade the Pelicans and fade the T-Wolves. Teddy, I do have an answer to your query. Sorry it took so long. Since 2015, <laughs> uh, dogs of 15 or more have gone 4 and 107. They've won 3.6% of the time. Sure. So your underdogs cashing on the money line in the NBA in that double-digit range would be your 10 to 14.5-point dogs. That would be the subset yep. I'd be focused in on. Uh, what did you say, four victories? How, four does it go? Out of uh, how long does that go back for? Two? 2015. Yeah, doesn't happen very often. One a year. Yep. So not only does Ralph answer our query questions in a matter of seconds, He's also given us winners in college hoops, Ralph. He gave us a bye Cal yesterday. He gave us a bye Missouri State. Both teams winning and covering. Keep them coming. What else you got? Yeah, well, you know, it's such a light card today. We're going to talk about one college game later. But, you know, Missouri State's just one of those teams you have to look at where close loss, close loss, close loss. Dana Ford, just by reading the local paper yesterday, he talked about how his team turned the ball over so much that he was really just a play away from being an 8-2 and two team instead of being a 5-5 five and five team. And that's what you have to do when you're reading local papers. Read between the lines. Read what the coach is saying. Look to see at the teams that have played defense that they faced. You know, when you're playing Xavier in Miami of Florida and LSU, yeah, you're going to turn the ball over because you're playing great defenses. When you're playing Arkansas State at home, you're not going to have that turnover type mix. So it's just reading what local coaches say, reading between the lines and analyzing that information. Sure. And when it comes to reading the local papers, reading the local beat writers, it really helps to be doing this full time, man. I couldn't imagine trying to beat college basketball part time. It's a tough gig. But we got a full-time guy on it, Ralph Michaels. We'll talk more college hoops and college bowls coming up next right here when Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So, Wager Talk is a new show. We've only been around for a couple of months. This is our first football season here on the Sports Grid TV Network. And frankly, we need your help. We need likes. We need follows. We need retweets. We need comments. And for sure, the Sports Grid Network. You can find them on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. All fantasy and sports wagering all the time. On Instagram at Sports Grid TV. That's where you got to follow, man. Uh, that'll help us. That'll help them. That'll help you get the information you want every single day so you never miss a moment of your Sports Central for gamblers. Again, follow uh, YouTube. Uh, sorry, follow Sports Grid Network on YouTube and at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. It's time for line movers, Ralph. And if you haven't noticed all week, I've been talking bowls and line movers. That's my way of sneaking bowl talk into the show every single day because everyone loves college football bowls. And if you don't, you will by the end of watching the show. And by the end of bowl season, we will intend to make you some money over the course of the next month talking about these games and giving you good information. And here's an interesting one, okay? The MAC has been a point spread disaster, flat out, in recent bowl games. What, 33% over the last three, is that three years or five years? Uh, four, the max four, ten, and 
four ten and three against the spread since two thousand. The last three years, twenty eight point six percent against the spread. Sure, they have not been as a conference uh, that you want your money on. Plain and simple. And yet, the very first bowl games, the lid lifters next Friday, it's been Buffalo money, it's been Kent money, and it's been significant. Buffalo from four and a half up to six and a half against Charlotte. Kent, they were plus nine, and now that's plus seven just about everywhere. Even the seven and a halfs uh, are gone uh, with Kent State. What do you make of the MAC teams getting love in those bowl openers, Ralph? Especially given the trend for this conference, which is flat out bet against, and it's not a short term trend either. Eddie, you know, I get asked on Twitter very often. I tweeted a stat out a couple days ago. The Pac-12 in bowl games, 3-17-1 against the spread the last three years, 15%. So does that mean you automatically play against Pac-12 teams? Well, no. It's not automatically take every Pac-12 team, play against them. It's not automatically take any MAC team and play against them. But what you have to realize, the MAC is down this year as much as I've ever had them down. I have 13 teams in the Mountain West, CUSA, and Sunbelt ahead of the top MAC team in my power ratings. Uh, I, I don't really agree with either of those line moves. So this is line movers. To me, it, it's just a game where it's going to take a hell of a lot for me to, to play on one of these MAC teams. So is now the time to buy if you want to fade the line moves? You know, you want to lay seven with Utah State here? Is this number going to go down even further? And does Buffalo ever get to seven, or is six and a half about as high as it's going to get, do you think? Well, I think a lot of people perceive value with the dogs early in the bowl games. And, you know, with the, with the Kent State team, you have a significant offense. You know, Bulldogs, just going back the last three years, Bulldogs have hit 56.2% of the time, so keep that in mind. Obviously, Buffalo a favorite, Kent State a dog. I can't see Utah State going under seven. I, I just I think people are going to scoop that up if they get under a touchdown. So now's the time to buy if you like the Aggies. So I want to talk about this game in particular because it's the first of many. We're going to see star players sitting, especially in the lesser bowl games. And the guys who are going in the first or second day of the NFL draft, I don't blame them. I really don't uh, for sitting out. But the question is, how does that affect their teammates? How does that affect the coaches' strategies for those games? And how does that affect the point spread? A.J. Dillon, not going to go for Boston College. He's been the focal point of their offense for the last couple of years. Well, the markets think it's a big problem. Cincinnati up to minus seven. How do you deal with the players who may or may not sit, the players who are sitting, and in particular with this game, do you think the line move is warranted in favor of Cincinnati? I think it should move the needle. But if it moves much more, this is a Boston College team I may be on. Everyone knows A.J. Dillon. Everyone knows he's one of the best running backs in the country. But how many people know that right behind him, David Bailey has taken double-digit rush attempts every game this year. David Bailey has 811 yards rushing, and David Bailey is half a yard better YPC. Dylan 5.3, Bailey 5.8. Now, granted, when Boston College has the lead and they're trying to run out the clock and you're running A.J. Dillon up the gut, he's going to get two yards. That's going to hurt your yards per carry because he's the guy in there. But Bailey, to me, is a very decent backup. And when you look at Cincinnati, 
you know, this is one of the top defenses statistically, maybe not as far as strength of schedule is concerned, but they only allow 3.7 yards per carry. They only allow 52% completions. You're going to have to beat Cincinnati uh, via the pass with Anthony Brown. So uh, if it moves much more, I I might be on the BC side. So I, I agree moving a little, a little bit. I think it's been over-adjusted. Though I, I must say that Bearcats defense against the run is pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty against the pass, too. And BC with QB injuries, that's been a one-dimensional offense uh, for extended stretches down the stretch. So here's an angle for you, Ralph, and I want to ask you about the angle that makes sense. The coach gets an extension. The coach exhales. The team loses their bowl game. You know what I mean? Oh, I just got paid. Ah, all right. And then they go on and lose. Because this is what's happened with Liberty. Liberty just paid Hugh Freeze. He got his extension. And now Liberty's taking all the money. I didn't like him to begin with. I like him even less. Now they're only plus four and a half against Georgia Southern. Well, Teddy, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I I have not ever, I have never ever had that thought process going into a bowl game. So you know, not not that not that it's not a very good point. I just personally have not thought of that. So you know, does that change? I don't know. Does it have a history? I really couldn't tell you because I've never tracked it. You know, Liberty's Liberty's a team that's that's cutesy. You know, th- they had some nice offensive performances against weaker foes. Their schedule is as weak as anyone played. I mean, you when you when you play teams like Virginia and BYU and they're coming off wins, they're not very interested in you. So you scoring twenty seven points against them, you're now focused a very a very solid team in Georgia Southern. I actually like the Georgia Southern side, but no no opinion on your thought process about the coach get an extension. This much I know. Liberty was a favorite at Rutgers, and they lost the game. And Rutgers moved the ball up and down the field against that defense. And I watched Rutgers a bunch this year. They didn't move the football up and down the field against anybody else but Liberty. Yeah, but you and I know Liberty was what was a seven-point favorite against Rutgers because Rutgers had just gotten, what, outscored 120 to nothing their previous four games. In your my power ratings, Liberty was a one-point favorite to Rutgers, and they were laying seven to Vegas. Sure, but my point is that Liberty has been a little bit overvalued in the markets throughout the course of the season. We've seen that a couple of times uh, for uh, Hugh Freeze's squad so far this season. Let's talk one more before the break because this one's interesting. Uh, all right, uh, they're all interesting, but this one's particularly interesting. I'm not going to talk the point spread here. I'm going to talk the money line because I noticed just looking around that UAB – on the money line was below plus 500. This is a 17-point dog. And yet there were a couple of sharp books that have clearly taken a position that this is a 17-point dog that has a chance to win the game outright. Lots of coaches leaving App State to go to Missouri. What's your take uh, on UAB, App State? Uh, I I have no interest in that. I think there's better spots where you can pick an update uh, I mean, where you can where you can pick an upset. I'm looking at bold bulldogs of 14 or more since 2010. And I'll tell you what. Here's a good. Here's a here's an interesting thing to support your theory, Teddy. Bulldogs of 14 or more since 2010. 13 of them. They've won four of them outright. 30.8 percent. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking a dog plus the points, and I don't care if it's a three point dog, a seven point dog, or a 14 point dog in bowl season 
You better have a piece of that dog on the money line. These dogs tend to win when they cover. When we come back, it's going to be big game breakdowns. Tonight, we'll talk some hoops. We'll talk some NFL. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. That's G-R-I-D, grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and sports pro sports and you're in control go to fanduel.com slash grid open your new account and claim your free wager of up to five hundred dollars today gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over new jersey only eligibility restrictions apply see website for details and ralph well i gotta bring it up right here <laughs> right now we're here in Vegas, Sin City. New Jersey just did a half a billion dollars in wagering 
in the month of November. We haven't seen the Vegas or the Nevada figures yet. It doesn't beat what Nevada did last year. Usually we trump year after year, but when you're doing $562 million worth of action in a month, kudos to Jersey, man. Well done, guys. And that includes sponsors like FanDuel. You know, absolutely. I I wasn't surprised at all, Teddy. You know, people don't realize how small Las Vegas is. And, you know, it's a five-hour drive to the next population center. To have New York City and Philadelphia, and those are the only places to gamble in sports betting. Well, Philadelphia now has their own. But, you know, to be able to draw from the New York and New Jersey market, no surprise to me. Those New Jersey numbers, I expect, will go down soon as soon as New York gets under gear. I can't ex- I can't believe New York politicians are saying, why are we letting all this money slip away to go to New Jersey? It just dumbfounds me. Take the over on when New York's going to be legal. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I've heard, you know, they, they keep talking and talking. Uh, there's not a lot getting done compared to, obviously, where you can make bets right now within the state of New Jersey. Let's talk games for tonight. And we'll start in the NFL. And uh, the graphic is going to say 16 and a half uh, on the Ravens. Was 14 and a half earlier in the week. Opened 14 even in some spots. It's 17s across the board right now. The books aren't taking any Jets money at all. Total 45. There's still a couple out there. Mostly 44 and a halfs now. So it's been Baltimore money and under money tonight. Despite the fact that, you know, if you analyze football as which team can run the ball, The Jets have the good run defense here, and they're catching three scores. And the Ravens' run defense has been dicey. They've allowed 4.9 yards per carry over their last 11 ballgames. That's not a stat you often see with a favorite and a dog in this point, Red Range, Ralph. Eddie, I did not get to the window, but I'll tell you what. I seriously thought about getting to the window with the Jets. You know, I'm looking at Baltimore. You just came off Houston. The L.A. Rams, San Francisco, and Buffalo. Very, very physical defenses. The Jets have a very physical defense. Yeah, you have a game against Cleveland on deck. Does it mean that much? Well, I'll tell you what. It's a division game, and you have revenge for a home loss earlier this year. Hell yeah, it means that much. Then Mike Garofalo from the NFL Network just tweeted out. He talked to Baltimore. If Baltimore clinches, they plan on resting Lamar Jackson and playing RG3 week 16 or week game 16 against Pittsburgh. So that has me thinking, if you have that mentality that you're going to rest your quarterback, well, you have a banged up quarterback who has quad injuries and it's cold and you're on a short week and you just played the Rams and you just played the 49ers. If you get a 21 nothing lead and you're playing in the third quarter controlling the game, you know, I see no reason why you don't bring a backup quarterback in in the second half tonight. So I didn't get there clear if I had to give an opinion, a clear opinion with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens will be playing without their stud left tackle, Ronnie Stanley. But it's worth noting the Jets' entire secondary is banged up. Doesn't look like Quinn and Williams is going to play either. And you talk about the guys in primetime, and it didn't work for Russell Wilson last week. but. At home in prime time under John Harbaugh, Baltimore. I got him 13 and one. <laughs> Although that's straight up, not ATS. Let's talk a little hoops for tonight. And look, when it's finals week for college kids, Ralph, there's not that many games. In fact, there's only three games. 
uh, on the main college board for tonight. But you know what? You found one of them. You got one you like. I know you do, my friend. Let's talk it. Grand Canyon, Northern Iowa. I don't know the nickname for Grand Canyon. Go. The Antelopes. Um, you know, Grand Canyon's only been a Division One team since 2013. Dan Marley is their head coach. They are having a down year this year. They're only four and seven, but they have one of the best home edges. They have a great record at home. They play in a 7,000 seat gym. And this, and this opinion tonight. Now, normally when we talk college basketball, it's a huge slate of cards. And I've gone to the window with this play. I did not go to the window with this play, but I am going to look to fade Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa just went tooth and nail. I was shocked that they pulled the upset at Colorado on Tuesday. So you went, you played a full 40 minutes. The game went down to the final basket. You were in the altitude in Boulder, and now two days later, you're facing a team in Grand Canyon who's going to have 7,000 thrilled students there ready to take you on in that back-to-back situation. Northern Iowa, 1-13 and against the spread in December. Of course, that one win was their last game when they pulled the upset against Colorado. So this is a spot where Grand Canyon looks live to you. Even though they haven't, absolutely, you haven't yep. taken money out of your pocket to bet it just yet. Certainly, one of the stronger opinions or a reasonable opinion that you have in college hoops tonight, because we don't force stuff uh, on this show. We really don't. There's lots of games. We say, yeah, I pass. This one, that what is it? The anteaters, the antelopes, the antel- antelopes. Oh, antelopes. All right, Dan Marley, I'll squad. tell you what, Teddy. Just just a story on Grand Canyon. Again, Division One only since 2013. They play in the whack with New Mexico State, but they always get good people to come and play them because of uh, I, I'm going to botch his name, Coangelo for Phoenix, uh-huh. who's in charge Colangelo. of a, a USA USA basketball. Yeah, Illinois Colangelo. went yeah. there early earlier this year. They always get big teams to come there because Jerry C is a huge supporter of them, and they always have a huge following, and they're real big in the Phoenix area. They're an up-and-coming team, and Dan Marley's done a hell of a job with them as the head coach. Let's shift our focus over to the NBA uh, for tonight and talk about the 76ers and the Celtics. Boston, on the second of back-to-backs, they came up short last night despite a huge night and a huge effort from Kemba Walker. Well, They've got the 76ers in town. The Celtics, one of three NBA teams that is still undefeated at home. But Philadelphia is the road favorite. They're the rested squad. Minus one and a half. Total two ten and a half. Sixers and Celtics tonight. Well, for their viewers that watched yesterday, I told them that I was on the ball to Boston Celtics, only the second NBA game I bet. And now my NBA record is one and one off that loss against Indiana. So, uh, you know, I, I, I still like them back at home. I, you know, I, I'm a fan of these teams that are 10 and 0. You have a uh, Philadelphia team that's five and seven straight up on the road. And why are we talking straight up? Well, because that team's a road favorite. If you're five and seven on the road as a road favorite against a team that's 10 and 0 straight up at home and eight and two against the spread in those 10 games, I, there's only one way I can go. And the money, frankly, knee jerked towards the 76ers with Boston in a competitive game that came down to the wire last night. It really felt like a, Second of back-to-backs, let's fade them line move as opposed to any other type. 
So you see a fair bit of knee jerk like that when a team's in a competitive game the one night, they'll bet against them the next time. Well, you know, let's talk about the game in Mexico City. Why are they playing in Mexico City, Teddy? Because they do. Uh, the NBA has a series in Mexico City, just like the NFL plays games in Mexico City and London. It's all about uh, expanding the international uh, audience uh, for the NBA. And the Mexico City games, they're well attended. It's a raucous atmosphere. And it's created, you know, I don't know if it's created a fan base, but there's a decent fan base down there. Uh, lots of players talk about it being a positive experience. Okay, I have a system, and when we have systems, for those viewers, the difference between trends and angles and systems, trends and angles are team-specific. You're basically just talking about how a team has done. When we have a system, it is a system that is based on any team that fits into that. Teddy, I have a system. It's 125 games. It covers the last five years. In the NBA, if a team is off a loss as a favorite like Dallas is, and they're playing an opponent off a win, and they're an away favorite like Dallas is. They've gone 80 and 43 against the spread, 65%. If that team like Dallas lost their last game as a home favorite, it's 73% against the spread since 2015. Now, with that being said, the Mexico City thing puts an asterisk on it, but it's an easy system for our viewers to write down, pay attention, and follow, and hopefully benefit from moving on. Give that system again, Ralph, one more time. An NBA team off a loss is a favorite against an opponent off a win. And if the team off a loss is an away favorite. So that's it. Three simple parameters. Off a loss, a favorite opponent off a win, and the team that's off a loss is now an away favorite. And it makes a ton of sense. Of course, this, in theory, a neutral site game being played in Mexico City. They're not truly a road favorite. The money pouring in on Dallas. Why? Andre Drummond now downgraded to questionable. Something happened to his eye. All I saw was an eye injury. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not good necessarily for Detroit. That being said, the Pistons have given the Mavericks all kinds of problems in recent meetings. Last three meetings between the two teams have all been tight. When we come back, yeah, it's John Murray, the Westgate Superbook, giving you the info. Where's the money coming? Wise guys, pros, goes. They do. Wait to talk continue. Stay on the NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Ted Sabransky, Teddy Cover at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And now joining us is a man you can find at Vegas Murray on Twitter. That, of course, would be John Patrick Murray, director, race and sports of the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas. John, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, what's going on? How are you? Let's uh, let's focus on the NFL uh, today. The NFL on center stage right now. A fairly light hoops card for tonight. College bowls don't start until next week. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us what's going on at the Superbook in terms of the future book for the NFL? Do you have any significant liabilities? And are there any contenders that you're actually rooting for right now? Because there hasn't been a whole lot of money placed on them to win it all. Well, I don't know that you guys consider Dallas to be a contender. I mean, it looks like they're probably going to get in as the number four seed. If you consider them a contender, we do lose a pretty good number on them. We would lose on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, not a large amount, but they are a loser for us. We're in a pretty good spot everywhere else, to tell you guys the truth. I mean, every other team, we went a huge number on Baltimore right now. Uh, pretty much every other team is very good for us. Kansas City's good. New England's very good. Uh, it looks pretty good for the most part, other than Dallas. Uh, the teams that we have really big liabilities to appear, appears as if they're going to miss the postseason. Talking about the Chicago Bears, the Oakland Raiders, the Cleveland Browns. They all look like they're going to finish on the outside looking in. And those are three yeah, pretty yeah. hyped teams coming into the campaign, right? And certainly the Bears fans oh, love absolutely. to bet. Uh, the Raiders fans are all here in Vegas. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ralph, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, but what was the third team that you said, uh, John? The Bears and the Browns. Uh, the Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland Browns and the Raiders. And uh, Actually, if, if the Dolphins had won the Super Bowl, we all, we all would have been looking for new work because everybody was betting on them <laughs> when they were like 0-6, 0-7 at these ridiculous numbers. Uh, the amount of money we would lose on the Dolphins would be tough to explain, but I think we're going to be okay. 
<laughs> yeah, the the Bears, the Bears and the Browns. I mean, it doesn't matter which sports book you talk to. Those were by far the most hyped teams. You know, uh, you guys, John, do a great job at the Superbook with your games of the year. And, you know, is that a profitable is that a profitable position for you putting out those games of the year and then making those adjustments? Or are you guys happy just to break even good PR and you're putting in work to change the lines and you're holding the money for a season? But uh, positive or negative or is it a PR is it a PR move at the end of the year? I think if you if you get around break even, you'd be satisfied with that. Um, I can tell you with with the look ahead lines, like the twelve day numbers, we usually want to lose on those, and I'll tell you why. Those twelve day look ahead numbers, it's all sharp guys betting them. So if they're winning those bets, it probably means that the book is doing well in those games because it probably means the public is not winning. So it's we've had a really good year in the NFL, and we're down a pretty good number on those look-ahead lines, and I, that's not a coincidence. Is that the kind of thing that you might not do next year with the look-ahead lines? Because uh, I, I love oh, no, no, we, we, looking at them we and like examining to, we them. We like doing them. I mean, the, the limits so are so low like, that it doesn't really matter. Right. It's, it's not like you've lost a fortune with the look-ahead lines or a fortune oh, with no, the uh, no, no, no. NFL games of the year or anything like that. No, absolutely not. The limits are so low. By the time the game kicks off, it's really not something we're concerned about in terms of our liability on the game. Sure. Makes a ton of sense. So let's talk about the Super Contest because right now, I mean, it's record-breaking entries every year. And people Mm -hmm. want to know. You know, our, our viewing audience is really a global one, but certainly we have a fairly decent percentage on the East Coast uh, who uh, would need a proxy to do it. But... What percentage do you realistically need to hit in this day and age in the NFL for the season to make the money in the Super Contest? And what percentage you got to hit to win it right now? Well, the leaders are at about 67% right now. I don't know exactly what the like the 100th place guy is at, but probably just a notch below that in terms of percentage-wise. And You talk about beating a field of over 3,000 people, you're going to have to hit a very, very high percentage, close to 70%, because somebody's going to do it out of all these people. Just the sheer volume of number of people that are in this contest Somebody's going to hit right around that 70% mark, maybe just a, a notch below 70%. And, of course, you know, you do a podcast every week uh, with uh, one of Wager Talk's partners, Kelly Stewart. Uh, she also has a proxy service, and the proxies have been the biggest reason for the enormous growth in the contest in recent years. But it's beautiful. People from out of state only have to come into town one time to sign up, and then if they're lucky, they can come back one more time to cash their Winning, uh, what do we call it? Winning wager to get their uh, contest winning, uh, winning entry. And you know, Kelly, Kelly gets mad at me all the time for this, guys. I don't endorse Kelly's proxy service. I don't endorse any of the proxy services. Good. We're not affiliated with them, but uh, but certainly they do, they do it for the most part. They all do an excellent job, and they've been a huge reason why the contest has grown so much. I think the contest has grown so much because of the great work of the proxy services and all the coverage in social media. I think those two things have really helped the contest expand. And, you know, one of our goals is we expand into other states is to expand the super contest into those states with us. John, well, let's talk about some football and let's start with tonight. I I think the action's gone one way since it's lined open. It's uh, Mm. like it's been for the last few weeks. Baltimore, 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 Baltimore. Tell us about the Ravens and the Jets tonight. Well, you know, it's all Ravens money. Uh, We had a, a group 
that we respect laid 15 and a half yesterday. Uh, pushed us to 16 and a half, and we actually went to 17 just a little while ago here at the Westgate. It's pretty much all the money's on that side. There was also some sharp money on under 45. I think the reason why all that money's coming in on Baltimore is because it looks like half the Jets' team is out of this game tonight. But my one concern, though, laying this big number is if, if Baltimore does get out to a big lead, and they certainly very well might, you've got to think they'll take Lamar Jackson out of this game you know, they said he's been battling a quad injury. And if they're up by two or three touchdowns, I don't know why they would leave him in the game in the second half. Makes a ton of sense. Uh, and, you know, it's it difficult for me to get to the window and for anyone to get to the window with a game you could have bet at 14 and a half earlier in the week at a 15 and a half yesterday, yeah. laying 17 uh, right now. That's not uh, a formula for winning sports bets, is it, John? Absolutely not. You don't want to be chasing. Just because a, a sharp group bet it at one number doesn't mean you want to chase it at point and a half, two points worse. I mean, you might get away with it, but I don't know that I'd recommend doing that. Sure. That's in terms of a long-term optimal strategy, there are better ones out there. Let's talk Eagles, Absolutely. Redskins. And, I mean, for, for all the struggles that Philadelphia had last week, they faced the abyss and they answered. You know, the Eagles could have gone gently into that good night, and they chose to fight, and they ended up winning. The Redskins, hey, they've been down 14 nothing each of the last two weeks. They've been the better team the rest of the way. What are you seeing on Philly, Washington? Well, the Redskins, are. I make a lot of jokes about the Redskins, but they're actually playing pretty hard. Uh, they're playing pretty hard under Bill Callahan. Everybody's going to bet on the Eagles here. Uh, we've got about a three to one take account on the Eagles. Right now we got them as a four and a half point favorite. I guess we call road games. It's going to be all Eagles fans at this game in Maryland on Sunday. We'll, we'll need the Redskins, but I don't anticipate this being a big decision. I don't think people are going to be in a big rush to lay points with Philadelphia after what they saw on Monday night. John, there's not many 10-win NFL teams that are getting outgained on the season, but the Green Bay Packers are one of those. They take on the Bears, a rematch from the Thursday night season opener, back when we were all so excited about the NFL season. What's happening with the Bears and the Packers? I don't think I was excited about it, honestly, but uh, I think mo most people were. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, no, we, we, were, we got all the way down to Green Bay minus four. Which I which I felt like an over adjustment, you know. It felt like an over adjustment after Chicago was actually getting a field goal at home against Dallas last week, and we had a, a group of respect. They came in, they laid four. We went to five, and then we saw a lot of money come back on Chicago plus five. And right now we settled at four and a half. This is our highest handled game of the week right now. I think that will change this weekend. I expect the Rams Cowboys game to be the highest handled game. But as of now, there's more money on this game than any other game this week. And most of that money so far, you said, has been Chicago money. Although one respected group came in and laid. A lot of Chicago players, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of money on both so, sides, but you're absolutely right, Teddy. There's a lot of Chicago money as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it feels like the game a game where the Bears are going to attract a decent amount of support, though it may well be an overreaction to what people saw just last week. So speaking yeah. of what people saw last week, uh, Patriots lost at home. Has the New England aura faded in the betting markets with their recent slump, or are betters loading up on the Patriots against a team like Cincinnati? I think people have realized that the Patriots are not the best team in the NFL. I think that's been made pretty clear the last three or four weeks, but that's not going to stop people from betting on them against the Bengals. You know, we were at 9.5 on this game. 
we decided to go to 10 this morning, and the basic reason for the decision was no one's no one is going to bet the Bengals. We're going to need the Bengals huge on Sunday anyway. We might as well just go to 10 now because we know we're going to get at least there by Sunday morning. The Bengals will be one of our biggest needs of the week on Sunday. Well, I don't think many people thought the Texans and Titans would both be 8-5 and five playing for the AFC South title. And, you know, I was slow jumping on the Titans bandwagon, but you know, one thing we've seen is that Ryan Tannehill can be an NFL quarterback when you got a running back like Derrick Henry behind you. What's the action like for the AFC South, whoever takes the lead between the Texans and the Titans? It's a good handle game. Uh, a group we really respect played Tennessee minus three, even money this morning. We moved it to three flat. We took some money back on Houston at plus three, minus 110. So good two-way ride on this game so far. Seems like a good spot for Houston. You know, that was a classic flat spot for them last week, that game they lost to the Broncos. Seems like a good spot to get behind them. They're good in this road underdog role. They have been for years. But Tennessee is playing really, really well right now. It's tough to get in front of that Titans train as well. So I think this is the best game of the week in the NFL. Probably will decide who wins the AFC South. So as soon as I saw the Seahawks-Panthers line, I'm like, this is getting a seven. And yet it's not at seven yet. How come? Uh, why aren't they loading up on Seattle, or has that begun, and are we likely to see more Seahawks money before kickoff? Well, it's only people betting on Seattle. Nobody's betting on Carolina. So we actually jumped it from six to six and a half today for that very reason. I think you're probably right. I think there's a decent chance it will go to seven before the weekend. You know, nobody's nobody's looking to bet on Carolina right now. The two teams nobody's looking to bet on this week, guys, are Carolina and Jacksonville. No one's looking to put their money down <laughs> on either of them. Hey, John, we're, we're going to have about a minute and a half here. Why don't you give some promos and plugs? And then after that, tell us anything happening in the Rams, Cowboys, or Steelers, Bills. Yeah, sure. Well, if you want if you want to plug, I'll plug uh, Kelly and Murray with my good friend Kelly Stewart, your friend Kelly Stewart. We have a new episode today, and without college football to talk about, we mostly just chatted about our lives. It was fascinating stuff. You guys want to give that a listen. <laughs> uh, as far as Sunday – you know, Sunday's games, it's funny, everybody's betting the Rams. You know, Dallas, Dallas's game doesn't really matter for them. If they win their last two games against Philadelphia and Washington, they make the playoffs anyway as the division champion. Everyone's betting the Rams, like 10 to 1 take count on the Rams. The Denver Kansas City game, we like Denver plus the points. We think Mahomes is a little banged up still. I'd keep an eye on Mahomes on the injury reports this week, and we kind of lean to the Broncos there as the dog. Good stuff from John Murray. Westgate Superbook USA. Really appreciate your time, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Cheers. That's always good info, man. That is a top-notch segment. Great info. Love having him on. Great info. And, of course, we got Greg Sharp from uh, – Dave Sharp, I can say, from uh, 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 CG joining us tomorrow in that same segment. Three oddsmakers on every week here on Wager Talk. When we come back, I'm going to talk about my perfect ending. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So I had a perfect ending last night, Ralph. Those don't come all the time. They're fun when they do. Uh, but, but before I even get into it, I want to ask you, what's your favorite play in football? Well, I'm, I'm thinking we agree, Teddy. It's it's the victory formation. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The best play in football is when you take a knee. When the game's over, I've never lost a bet when somebody took a knee. All right. So that is absolutely my favorite play in football because that means you won. Okay. In basketball, it's not always so easy when it comes to your favorite play and in terms of being sure that you're going to win your bet. So I've got Oklahoma City at Sacramento last night. They're up by two. There's 30 seconds left, and the Kings have the ball. So the number one thing I don't want is a Sacramento two-point bucket. That's my disaster. All right, because that means the game's likely to go into overtime. The Kings have all the momentum. Uh, you know, they rally back from doubles in the fourth quarter. I don't want that game to go to OT. I also don't want them to get fouled and have two free throws because then the game's still likely to go to OT. But what happens? A wild possession. Boom. Three-pointer contested. Nothing but net. Beauty. Kings are up one. I'm plus one and a half. And in those games, Ralph, those short spread games, I never take them on the money line. I'm always taking them plus the points because you expect them to be close. 
I want the plus one and a half in my pocket. And now I'm down one, and there's 13 seconds left. What's your scenario here? Oh, no One question. shot. That's your shot with one second. Yeah. 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 Last second shot. You do not want a scenario where they're, oh, they shoot with eight seconds left on the shot clock and then it's foul and then your one point turns into three. So Chris Paul's got the ball in his hands. Don't drive. Don't drive. You don't want to make one and miss one. You don't want a free throw. Just don't make it because then OKC might have a few seconds or uh, Sacramento might have a few seconds to hit a three. Just. Take a fallaway jumper. Don't get fouled. Let it bounce off the rim, and the game ends. Sacramento 94, OKC 93, plus one and a half. Good. That's the perfect scenario. It doesn't happen all the time. Easy winner. Easy winner. Never in doubt. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for joining us, taking time out of your busy day to hang with Ralph and I here on Wager Talk. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and John Guastamacchia coming up right now. Stay on the grid.